Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and with me are my amazing friends and helpers. Hi, and Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker, who help us each week as we spend some time together learning about God and what happened in the Bible. Hi. Hi. Our devotion this week is a story that you probably haven't heard about before. Yeah, didn't you say something about God trying to kill Moses? Yes, that's a part of our Bible reading, and this is where we do have a quick note to our adult listeners, parents. We're going to get a bit technical in our episode today. We're going to hear about circumcision. Now, we won't go into great medical detail about it, but we must highlight the importance of circumcision in the Old Testament. It's a foundational truth of the scriptures and the life of God's people in the Old Testament. It's also likely many children have already heard the word being read in the readings at church. And if your children are anything like <laughs> ours, they're going to eventually ask questions. We will make this episode as kid-friendly as possible, and we leave the decision up to you how much more you may discuss with your children. And of course, if you have any questions about how to have this conversation, feel free to reach out to us and send me an email at donutsanddevilsforkids@gmail.com. Okay, are you ready to hear our unusual story? Yeah, but play first. Of course, you got it. Close your eyes and fold your hands with us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. This week we continue reading from Exodus chapter four, starting at verse eighteen. Moses went back to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, "Please let me go back to my brothers in Egypt to see whether they are still alive." And Jethro said to Moses, "Go in peace." And the Lord said to Moses in Midian, "Go back to Egypt, for all the men who were seeking your life are dead." So Moses took his wife and his sons and had them ride on a donkey and went back to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the staff of God in his hand. 
And the Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the miracles that I have put in your power. But I will harden his heart, so that he will not let the people go. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my firstborn son, and I say to you, Let my son go, that he may serve me. If you refuse to let him go, behold, I will kill your firstborn son. At a lodging place on the way, the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off her son's foreskin and touched Moses' feet with it and said, Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. It was then that she said, A bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he went and met him at the mountain of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord with which he had sent him to speak and all the signs that he had commanded him to do. Then Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the people of Israel. Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshipped. Moses is finally going back to Egypt. After all that protesting and arguing he did, he finally accepted what God was asking him to do. What do you think he's going to do when he gets there? Talk to the people. Do the signs that God told him to do. Mmm, good answers. God tells him to leave Midian, the country of his wife and her relatives, and travel to be with his relatives, the Israelites, back in Egypt. Moses was to go to Pharaoh and say, Let my people go. And then God was going to do those signs and wonders in Egypt to show his power over Pharaoh and the Egyptians and save his people. How do you think Moses feels about all this? Worried? Terrified. Very scared. You're probably right. Even though we learned last episode that God told Moses to do all of this, I'm sure Moses is still a little scared as he goes to Egypt. As he traveled with his whole family through the desert wilderness, they had to stop for a rest for the night. They likely stopped at an oasis. Oh, what? <laughs> it's, it's an oasis, <laughs> a place where there is a spring of water and some trees and grass in the desert wilderness. They would have traveled from oasis to oasis to have drinking water as they rested. While they were there, something very odd happens. The Lord sought to kill Moses. Wait, wait, wait. What? Didn't the Lord tell Moses to go to Egypt to save his people? Now he's trying to kill him? I don't understand. Did Moses do something wrong? Well, kind of, yes. So you maybe remember when we learned about Abraham and God cutting his covenant with Abraham, especially with that vision during the night with the animals and the smoking pot passing through them? Oh, yeah. God promised Abraham would be the father of many nations, and he gave Abraham visible signs as reminders of his promises. Circumcision is one of those visible signs that God commanded his Old Testament people to do to every male as a reminder that they are God's people. This shows the importance of circumcision as a sign of God's covenant promises to his people. And apparently one of Moses' own sons had not been circumcised. Since Zipporah, Moses' wife, was a Midianite and not an Israelite, 
It may be that they chose to not circumcise one of their sons. But God wanted to make a point to Zipporah, to Moses, and to the people of Israel. Circumcision was important. If it didn't happen here, the Lord would have punished Moses, and, and Moses would have died. Whoa! Somehow Zipporah knew Moses' life was in great danger. She quickly took a knife, circumcised their son, who was probably a grown man, probably. and put the foreskin by Moses and said those strange words, Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. This saved Moses from being killed. Hooray! And also delivered Zipporah and their sons. Even though Zipporah was not an Israelite, which is an offspring of Abraham by birth, this action brought her and her sons into God's covenant. So they became God's people? They did. They became Israelites because they believed the word of the Lord. By this sign in the Old Testament, the sign of circumcision, God's people are reminded that they live as God's covenant people, his chosen people. Then what happened to Moses? It seems like he leaves his family in that place to get them later and goes into Egypt by himself. God told Aaron to go out and meet Moses. Which is what God had told Moses in the burning bush, do you remember? Aaron would help him talk to the people of Israel. Aaron met him, and they went to Egypt and met with the elders of the Israelites and the people. They did the signs God showed them. Do you remember what they were from last week? Oh, I know, I know, turning the staff into the snake. Uh-huh. The thing with the hand and the cloak. That's right. And the people believed. They believed that I am, Yahweh, was going to deliver them from Egypt, and they were ready to follow Moses. But there's still more that's going to happen before God's people finally leave Egypt. It's going to get worse for the people before it finally gets better. But God's plan has always been to save his people from slavery and from death and give them eternal life and all through the shedding of blood. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, You called Moses, You called Moses, To save your people in Egypt. To save your people in Egypt. As you provided for him, As you provided for him, All he needed to live, All he needed to live, So also bless us, So also bless us, With all that we need to live with all that we need to live. For the sake of Jesus' holy and precious blood, we pray. Amen. Circumcision. Our faith word of the day. Are you trying to make this <laughs> difficult for us? Well, kind of, I guess. I just think our listeners need to know what's going on here. Circumcision is mentioned a lot in the Bible, starting with Abraham all the way to the New Testament. It's obviously a very important action among God's people in the Old Testament. Yeah, Moses was almost killed by the Lord because his son wasn't circumcised. Good point. Okay. So, how do we go about this? Well, let's start with this. Zipporah, Moses' wife, said some strange words today in our uh, reading. Yeah. She said to Moses, mm -hmm. Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. Okay, well, that's, that's partly because circumcision involved blood. 
That's nothing new in the Bible. There's blood talked about everywhere. Especially Jesus' blood. You're so right. So circumcision did involve the shedding of blood, pain, and a little suffering for males, since it could only be done to males. But this little pain and suffering and bleeding from a parent's careful cutting of some skin on a male didn't last for very long, and it did heal. It was an action God commanded his people to do in order to be part of his covenant. Whenever they saw the circumcision, it reminded them they were God's people. And there's a bit more to this, too. Circumcision in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant for God's people, was also a foreshadowing to the shedding of Jesus' blood on the cross for us. Circumcision in the Old Testament pointed forward to the blood of Jesus shed to fulfill and end the Old Covenant. The shedding of Jesus' blood instituted, started, established <laughs> the, the new covenant that is meant for all the people of the world. And since Jesus' blood was shed for us, the covenant of circumcision in the Old Testament is fulfilled. Ah! Circumcision is no longer necessary to be one of God's people. God's people live by grace through faith in Jesus. And God gives us other important signs to remind us that we are his people, like baptism and the forgiveness of sins and the gospel of Jesus. Well, I guess that wasn't too hard today of a faith word of the day, was it? I knew that we could get through it. <laughs> Made it through. <laughs> Circumcision it is. Hopefully you all learned a little bit of something new in the Bible. Part of our reading we haven't talked about yet is God's prediction of Pharaoh's unwillingness to let the Israelites leave Egypt. God tells Moses and Aaron that he will harden Pharaoh's heart. And as we go through the plagues in Egypt in a few weeks, we will see that this happens after six plagues. Pharaoh would harden his own heart and refuse to let the people go. And these words from God, which is our memory verse for this week, was God's judgment on Pharaoh. But I will harden his heart so he will not let the people go. Exodus 4.21 Thank you. Let's put this to music with Miss Baker. Repeat after me. But I will harden his heart. But I will harden his heart. So that he will not let the people go. Go, oh, oh, go, oh, oh, go, oh, oh, all together. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go, oh, oh, go, oh, oh. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go, oh, oh, go, oh, oh. 
people go, wow, wow, wow. Moses returns to Egypt out of faith. He obeyed God, and the people listened and believed that Yahweh would save them from their affliction. But Pharaoh wouldn't listen, and terrible things will happen in Egypt because of Pharaoh's hardened heart. Yet, God's love will prevail and lead his people to safety. So that he will not let the people go, oh, oh, go, oh, oh, Exodus 4.21. And that wraps up our devotion for this week. Please join us next time on Donuts and Devos as we find out what Pharaoh does when Moses and Aaron ask him to let God's people go. Nothing good, I'm guessing. I think you are guessing correctly. If you've just started listening to our podcast, you can check out seasons one through three on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com or on your favorite podcasting app. You should be able to find us pretty much anywhere. You can also follow us on social media. We encourage you to go visit our private Facebook group. That's Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. And we're also on Instagram. If your child likes to color, we have our originally designed coloring pages free on our website that are designed by Jamie Truey over at Pure Joy Creative. Each week we have a coloring page for our memory verse and it's a wonderful way for the kids to color something while they're listening to their devotion and also to help them memorize their Bible verses. You can send me a picture of your kids doing that, listening to the podcast or coloring, and we'd love to feature your child's artwork and those pictures on our Instagram account. If your kids like listening to Donuts and Devos, we do ask that you would just simply share with your friends and family, and that's such a great help in supporting us. You can also go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Donuts and Devos and give a donation. This too will go straight to the show to help provide the financial support that we need to keep our devotions up and running. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos.